Welcome everyone to Oh Come On Sports! Oh Come On! With Mike and Jesse. We are currently watched. We just watched the Raptors win 111 109 over the Suns at home. Siakam had the ball last. They gave on it to I- they gave, on an isolation they play. They gave it to a Siakam isolation and he takes it to the hole and wins the game. Because why not? Yeah. You know, when, when, every, when things are going your way, things are going your way. And now we're going to be watching, I think, the Thunder versus the Lakers. I thought we put it on here. So we'll see We'll see Russell Westbrook against some kids because I don't think LeBron's back in action yet here. No. Um, we're back. We're back. No, we're, that was last weekend. That was last week. Yeah. <laughs> uh, I got all confused there. Uh, we don't have anything in our mailbag. Nobody loves us. But at Sporty Rants, uh, if you want to hit us up, we're always on there. We're always chatting. Every day. Every day. Every day. But we're going to start it off with some MLB. Well, Atkins and Shapiro still don't like old people. They're they're rolling everyone out the door. They're they're so desperate to get away to to get rid of the old guys that they're willing to eat more money. They just traded Russell Martin. Well, not just, but in the last week they traded Russell Martin to the Dodgers, back to where he started his career for a for Andrew Sopko and Ronnie Brito. Yeah, uh, Sopko is a start as a as a starting pitcher, twenty four years old. And Brito is a shortstop, and he's 19, but they're kind of like well, the reason, C-level prospects. The reason you haven't heard about them is because they're not big guys. No. They're basically the, – the Jays were like, we need to get someone back in this trade, or it looks like we're just giving away a second player. And they're like, well, do you want these two? And the Jays are like, sure. Sure. We'll, yeah, we'll, that's try, we'll try to sell them that. Yes, and, and the Jays are also retaining or sending $16.4 million to the Dodgers – yeah. To pay, they're for, paying basically three quarters of his salary. Yeah, yeah, uh, and that's for the Dodgers to stand under the luxury tax. That's why they're doing that. Um, but it's another example of the Blue Jays being willing to pay one of their guys to play for a different team. Yeah, to go away, which is very odd. Um, what I don't understand about it is you've traded a bunch of veterans, or you've released them, or let them walk, whatever the case may be. Who's your leadership going forward? You can't go. You can't go into a season. With all kids, yeah, and and so is Stroman and Sanchez going to be your leadership yeah. group? Is that who you want to be your leadership group going I, forward? Well, that's the thing; they don't have great options either. And I saw a piece written about a week ago about uh, Pilar stepping into that role, but that to me seems like when you have to write pieces, when you have to write stories about that, like he's going to step into this role, it seems forced. Like when you have leadership, it just stands up and grabs it. It's obvious. Yeah. It doesn't have to be this thing that you have to work on or fabricate. I don't understand why they didn't keep Martin even to catch for one guy. Like one out of every five starts. Because because he is, he's a great leader and and it's it's good for the kids to see the way a pro should be. Yeah. Like and the problem is with pitchers being leaders is that they're on a different time plane than everyone else. They're the way the way everything especially starting pitchers, you know, they're only working once every five days and they're sitting in the like it's just it's a different animal. So like wouldn't you want a position player to be one of your leaders? And right now like I'm I'm racking my brain about the roster. I don't I don't like I guess it has to be Pilar. That's 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 kind of the thing. It's the default option and a Stroman 
although he's feisty and he doesn't mind talking to the media, he hasn't shown a lot of leadership skills yet. He's still a little bit immature. Uh, and I don't, I don't want to take anything away from him because I don't think he's a bad person or anything like no. that either. Uh, I, I'm not as, as against him as, as some people are. But guys who have that chip on their shoulder, it draws this attention, right? I Like the Troy Tulowitzki, I wasn't entirely happy about it, but I understood why they did it. Yeah. I don't understand this Russell Martin thing. I would have kept him. I wouldn't have played him. I, I, underst- I, I understand. I agree with you. I understand why you want to get rid of these guys, but I don't understand why you want to get rid of them to the point of paying another team to have him play for them. Yeah, and and with, especially because he's in the la- is he not in the last year of his deal? Yeah. So like it's yeah. one more year. It's not like you're contending this year, and you're not going to do anything with the money other than save it. And I, I guess that's easy for me to say. It's not my money, but they're not going to do anything with that money. No, no, it's. You know, um, but the next time they say they're not going after a free agent because of money reasons, I'm going to lose my shit because they just sent $50 million out the door. They paid guys to go away. Exactly. So don't tell me that that money is an issue for free agents because that's ridiculous. So I didn't I didn't bring this up as an actual topic to talk about, but I'm sure you saw it, too. I didn't bring it up because I don't think it's as much of a story as it was that day. But did you, I did you, not see this. Yeah. Blue Jays GM says they're contemplating signing former MVP Bryce Harper. Yes, T- terrible. I, I, I would contemplate that too. Yeah, T- terrible headline yeah. as well too because it, it's insinuating that this is a real conversation. Yes, and they're in on it. Yeah, like like they're contemplating doing it. Almost makes it seem like if we decide to do it, it's done. It's done. Yeah. <laughs> no, 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 no. And but one thing I was thinking. Um, the, the offer that came in for Manny Machado, total low ball offer, right? Was it $175 million or something like that? From the, from, from the White Sox. From the White Sox, yes. yes. Yeah. Yeah. So Eight years, right? Yes. Eight year, 175 I yeah. was like, whoa, that's... Yeah. So what's happening now is the same thing that happened last year with the J.D. Martinez, where they're, gonna, they're realizing there might not be as much action on these guys as these guys are leading people on to. Like Scott yeah. Boris is going to say he's getting interest from oh, everywhere oh, and he's every, just waiting it out. Everybody's talking. Yeah. yeah, I think people are all going low, much like they did J.D. Martinez. And if that was the case and the Blue Jays actually did get a contract, you know, somewhere north of that for Bryce Harper, say $220 million over some years, like eight years or something like that. Yeah. And well, no, he, they, he they would, would have to do only five years because that's their deal. Would they? They could break it for this guy, and then and then he's also in the age frame where he could be playing with uh, Vlad and Bobichet probably. Yeah, he, he would be a veteran when they come in. Yep. But he would be. I mean, he wouldn't be over thirty. He's only twenty six right now. So there, there's a lot of reasons it makes sense. They have more than enough money to do it if they choose to spend it, and so there's a lot of reasons why they could, but they won't. They won't. No. No. It's they're contemplating signing. Bryce Harper, no shit. And of course, the, this article is taking the interview not out of context, but they're picking pieces of the interview. The uh, in Atkinship' defense, the interviewer brought it up, and he just commented on it. He said, "We've had discussions about it internally, like, but that's not a surprise. Had, that just means they're doing a job." I bet you job. they've had discussions about trying to trade for Mike Trout. Just a spoiler alert. Of course, exactly, because that's what these fucking guys do. That's yeah. their job. Yeah. Uh, I had heard uh, one thing. That I heard a rumor that came out today was that um, the Phillies are looking at Bryce Harper and then putting a package together to either trade for Mike Trout and bring him home or try to hopefully wait for him for free agency and then have a Harper-Trout outfield. Wow, I could see that. Yeah. Uh, 
They would, they would be rebuilding the scene in Philadelphia uh, on the baseball front. What's going to happen now in baseball is what's happened in hockey. Uh, free agents aren't going to sign for the big dough. It's going to be the kids that are signing for the big dough. It's the it's the re-signing that gets the big big contrast. Because free agents, I, I still can't believe it is January 17th and Bryce Harper and Manny Machado are still without baseball clubs. Oh, yeah. That is insane. Yeah. You see it happening in baseball more than anything. More than anything. The baseball market has gone down. In NHL, Jan- July 1st and 2nd, still crazy days. Basketball, same thing. The first couple days of free agency, crazy. NFL, same thing. NFL, it like comes up before the fucking free agency starts from their from their uh, their their ex- exclusive negotiating window, they call it. But yeah. you hear about all these deals before it even starts. But baseball, it's like, nope, nope, we're not paying these guys. And I wonder if it's different because there's max contracts in hockey. There's max contracts in hockey and uh, basketball, right? So yep. a lot of these guys are just signing max deals. So you don't really have to do – it's just like pick your team and go. So it gets done a little quicker. Yeah. Where in baseball, there's probably a lot more to figure out. Yeah, that's true. That's true. Um, so no Harper to the Blue Jays, you don't think? I don't think so. <laughs> you know, I think what ruined it was the media member af- asking him if he was going to have a beer. And he said it was a clown crush question, bro. I yeah. think that ruined it. Yeah. So whoever that guy was, thanks a lot. Now the Jays can't sign him. Yeah. Dick. Yeah. Oh, damn it. Word's coming back to bite you. Blame that guy. That Well, I'm not going to blame myself. Now we're going to do some NFL. In the NFL, we're going to touch on the divisional round that just went this past weekend, and then what our thoughts are for the for the conference championships. So, in the first game, the Chiefs won thirty-one to thirteen over the Colts in a snowy game. The Colts didn't even look like they're in it. No, nope. you know. No. Nope. Um, what are your thoughts? I, I thought that was going to be a much closer game. I didn't expect that. Uh, I, I don't know why I don't expect it from Kansas City. They've been doing it all year, but I thought the Colts were going to were just a kind of a hot team, and I like hot teams going into the playoffs. But uh, Kansas City showed them what's up. It's so funny too because after after wild card rounds, every winner had hype. Mm-hmm. You know, that's Indy, very true. Indy, they're going to beat the Chiefs, man. They're yeah. going to do it. They're so hot. And then the and Chargers, the Chargers are going to kill the Patriots, kill them, and like. But when you sit back and think, and you know the outcomes now, you're like, well, yeah, of course the Chiefs are going to win. Of course the Patriots are going to win. All the teams that we should have been thinking yes. are winning, we, we yes. all psyched ourselves out. You, you psych yourself out because the wild card, you're like, it's recency bias. It's like, yeah. oh, they look so good. Yeah, but they, Indy looked good against Houston. Houston is not KC. Yeah. You know, it's so funny. And then because you didn't watch KC that week, you forget how good KC is. Yeah. And, and New England, you're like, why would I pick against New England? Um, but, but even though the Chargers, everyone would have said before that the Chargers have a more talented team. Well, I, it's not I, always about that. I said I wanted them to win. Uh, I didn't. I, I don't think I picked them to win, but I said I no, wanted. Yeah, yeah, because you wanted, you wanted the Chiefs Chargers. Yes, uh, so that didn't yeah. happen. Um, with the Chiefs, like this kind of was like, um, it was the exercising of demons. It's the first Chiefs home win in the playoffs since 1994 when Joe Montana was the quarterback. Yeah, that's a long fucking that's a while. time ago. Um, but it's like, at the end of the game, you saw the score, and you're like, well, of course, the Colts are an indoor team going out into the snow. Andrew Luck does not throw well in the cold. He went to college in Stanford, and he's been playing his pro ball in Indy where it's indoors. That's right. Yeah. That boy don't throw in the cold. Yeah. He doesn't know how. Yeah. You know, like, it should have been known. So, And then the the night game on Saturday had the Rams beating the Cowboys 30-22. to 
And the Rams won because they wore their beautiful uniforms. That's those were it. nice. That's they're going to wear those again, right? That's uh, Well, they're in New Orleans, so I think they're going to wear their whites. Okay, that, so, yeah, that's fine. So they can lose now. Yeah. Uh, the big story from that that I took is that the Rams just ran it down their throats, and C.J. Anderson and Todd Gurley both got 100 yards rushing. And Todd Gurley did it on 13 carries. Who would have thought what a pickup C.J. Anderson would have been? Yeah. 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 I mean... Jeez. It shows how good that that offensive line is and, and, and the way... Whit, Whitworth. Yeah, right? and, and, and McVay, the way he's scheming in that. It's not just all throw and craziness, yeah. right? Whitworth, like, how old is he? He's, he's almost 40, right? Just he's, crushing I think guys. he's like 35 or 36. Just crushing guys. Yeah. Um, and in another game where the Cowboys were hot coming out of the wild card round and... and all the pundits were saying, like, if there's going to be an upset this weekend, it's going to be the Cowboys beating the Rams. They were the team to do it. And Every game we thought this. And I was just like, oh, my God. You know, uh, it's just crazy how one the wild card game changes everything. When really we should have looked at it and said, no, 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 all the all the favorites are, or the, whole, the home teams are going to win. It just makes sense. Yeah. But we everybody psyched themselves out of it. And for some reason we think like, oh, those teams are sitting, they're going to be rusty. No, they're resting. It's been a long yes. season. Yes. Uh, the morning game of Sunday saw the Patriots beat the Chargers 41-28. to That score is flattering. Um, this was so typical Patriots. And, and the reason I say that is that all week people were up on uh, up on the Chargers saying, "Oh, they're gonna like they got the talent, they could do it this year." I was saying, and that. it was so fucking Patriots that they hear all this and they score on their first four fucking drives. Yeah, and they made it look so easy. Yeah, and I'm like, that is just so Patriots football that all this hype for this other team, and we're just gonna deflate it. Fuck you. <laughs> we're gonna deflate it like a football. That's it. Nice, nice joke in there. Yeah, with the football. I'm gonna like. I'm so. I'm surprised that we don't like New England is going to this narrative that oh people hate us like they think oh, we're the underdogs all this stuff. That's like, my note for the the conference championship. I yeah. hated that Brady said that. Yeah, yeah. Like fuck you, yeah, asshole. Nobody thinks. Nobody, nobody says thinks that. that. You're manufacturing this hate in your head. Yeah. People hate you because you come off like a douchebag. <laughs> okay. Nobody's saying that the Patriots aren't gonna win. They're hoping you're not gonna win because people want something different. Yeah. Brady has been in so many goddamn Super Bowls. I know that the guy has never eaten a strawberry in his life. Why do I know that? I yeah. don't want to know that. No. And now you know that. Yeah. And it's a useless fucking fact that doesn't mean anything. But he's in every Super Bowl. And they have to talk about something. Yeah. And if you've been in like 17 of these fucking things, they're going to run out of shit to talk to you about. So they ask you, have you ever eaten a strawberry before? Oh, no. yeah. And, and the crazy thing is he's just – you have to pay attention to him because he's been unconscious on the field for like – his entire career, he's just been lights out good. Yeah, and and he's he's the story of every game he's in. It's a shame he's a little bit goofy and not goofy, but awkward. Yeah, <laughs> in, you know, in the media. And I guess that's not even a shame. I don't care. It doesn't bother me. But that's that's what people get on him about. Brady like does a like he's 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 probably the, the smartest quarterback in the game yeah. ever. Yeah. Um, and Josh McDaniels, especially in the latter half of his career, has designed an offense that doesn't. Punish his physical gifts; they accentuate his mental gifts. Exactly. If you know what I mean. So throwing the ball faster, throwing the, getting the ball out yeah. in under two seconds. Um, fuck! How many Edelman routes were they? Where they were just crossing routes, like shallow crosses. Yeah. 
Every fucking route was a shallow cross. Nobody could cover the guy. Yeah. James White out of the backfield had 15 catches. Like, they just, they, they paper cut him to death. Yeah. You know, like just nick, 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 nick I, all the way down the field. I think I said something last week like, oh, I think the pass rush can get to Brady. But then I corrected myself. I'm like, I'm like no, they're just going to throw some quick passes or yeah, something. And, and that's exactly right. what they yeah. did. Yeah. I, I, heard a, I heard a quote from Michael Lombardi. Uh, and he said that uh, the Patriots were playing CFL football. And what he meant by that was huh. was that they were getting first downs and two downs, not three. Yeah. And he's like that that you never put yourself behind the eight ball on a third down. Yeah. And I was like, true. wow, that's really you know. And he's like, teams, some teams play fast and it's reckless. Uh, the Patriots play fast, but it's deliberate. Yeah. So it's a slower pace, but it's still fast because they're not going to three downs; they're only doing two. Like it just, just insane. And Sony Michelle went went off for 130 yards and two TDs. Yeah, just so Patriots. It seems like you know? it seems like they're on a different level and all the time. Nobody should have picked the Chargers to, and, and this is the reason. That was their third straight road game, and they had to keep on flying back to LA to come back yeah. to to the East Coast because they they you know like it's it was, wouldn't it have made sense to stay maybe in the end just stay out there? That's what I would have thought, but mm-hmm. I guess. You know, they had done so well on the road, they figured let's do what's worked. Yeah, that's probably it. They didn't want to switch it up. I get that for sure. Um, the closest game of the weekend, the Saints won 20-14 to over the Eagles. Um, damn, Michael Thomas. You really can't guard Mike. I'll tell nope. you that. Nope. His, his Twitter handle is bang on. Yeah, You cannot so guard that man. 170 yards. I think it was like... Uh, Twelve catches, just ridiculous, and when, absolutely ridiculous. And when you guy. when you have that level of talent at wide receiver, and then a quarterback like Drew Brees, that, that's how yep. you make things happen. Um, and and the Eagles were up fourteen nothing. And now your point to before where you're saying that teams are rested, not rusty. Yeah, the Saints did look rusty in that first quarter. They did. Like that that Brees yeah. deep shot right off the hop. Uh, that he underthrew yeah. that looked like Russ. He just mistimed the throw. They're they're bad. They've been bad in the. I, I worry about the Saints. They've been bad in the first quarter for uh, for a few games now. They're getting pummeled in the first quarter. Yeah, they gotta they gotta make sure they get away from that first quarter uh, lull because the Rams are explosive enough that they can take advantage of it. That'd be a good uh, that'd be a good prop bet. I think uh, I heard somewhere today that you can get uh, you can get on certain websites. You can get like first to ten point type of bets. Oh, okay. So you could go Rams, like get Rams will get first to ten, and that's a fun little bet because it's something that happens really quickly, and it's in game, and you're you know you're cheering, and you're like everything happens. You can do it in basketball too, where you can do like first to fifteen points, and it creates this quick little game within the game. Oh, well, that's interesting. And a gambling addiction. <laughs> that, that's true too. <laughs> uh, the Eagles' uh, run ends um, hell of a run though to get into the playoffs. Yeah. And I think to be quite honest, they were just. They were beat down. They've been playing playoff football since like week fourteen. They've been playing a ton of football in the last couple of years. Yeah, and I think it just just uh, just finally the magic ran out. Uh, I do believe Nick Foles will be traded or released in the off season. I can't see how he's um, back. Doug Marone, who just hired uh, De Filippo. De Filippo. De Filippo. There we go. I can never say his name. It just confuses me. <laughs> um, uh, he said they didn't hire him to go after Nick Foles. And I'm just like, I think you're going after Nick Foles. Because they do they need might. a quarterback. They might be, yeah. So, yeah. Why, hey, why not anyway? Well, anything's better than, than Bortles. And people would, like, people are kind of overestimating Foles here still at this point. I don't, and I don't dislike the guy. Yep. But 
if you're going with Wentz, Wentz is your quarterback. Other teams would move a lot of assets to get Wentz right now, yes, whereas they wouldn't would, do that for Foles. If the Eagles were to trade Wentz, you would get you'd get a, a lot of pieces. The problem is they need to trade Foles, and this is why Wentz is only going to make eight million dollars next year. Foles will be making twenty. It's they, obvious. Decision. They are up against the cap. They need to get that cap relief to to get more pieces because they are in win now mode. Keep holding on to Foles and getting rid of Wentz does not help the win now. The best way to win now is not pay your quarterback. It pay your quarterback somewhere like what Wentz is making. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Because that, that's that's where you see teams that they're starting to compete is when their rookie quarterbacks are on these little deals. Yeah, the way, the and, way, they, and they can spend money on other things like the Rams and stuff like it's that. It's true. It's true. Uh, the Bears, same thing. That's why they're paying yeah, exactly. back. Yeah, that's how they got Khalil Mack. Yep. Uh, so the the conference championships on Sunday is going to be Patriots versus the Chiefs in KC with an Arctic, uh, sub-Arctic temperatures is what they're calling it. Yeah. I actually heard a great uh, Belichick quote on that. Did you hear that? When they asked him about playing in that weather. Oh, and, and how he feels about it. He's like, we're just going to go play football. Yeah. Well, no. He said something way better than that. He's like, jeez, oh, what was it? Oh, I don't want to get it wrong. So, something like... Uh, yeah, well, we like playing in championship games, so you schedule that, whenever, right. schedule that whenever you want, we'll be there. Yeah, yeah, yeah. <laughs> Bill Belichick, just, oh man, he's hilarious. And then in the NFC, you got the Rams versus the Saints in New Orleans. There's no subarctic chill there. They're going to be indoors. Yep. And, um, uh, you know, hopefully it's it's as good of a game as the other one, the, the one earlier in the season was from the second quarter on. Because the Saints jumped out to a crazy lead, and then the Rams... Chipped away oh, yeah, and made it right. good the rest of it. Yeah. Um, I'm personally pulling for the Chiefs to make the Super Bowl. Out of Rams Saints, I don't care. Uh, yeah. they're, they're both teams that I love. I like to watch. So I agree. I wouldn't, you know, with the Packers out, I just want to watch a good game. Yeah. That's about it. And the thing is, there's no bad game from just a viewership standpoint. No, if, no. You, if you're not rooting for any of these teams, there's no bad matchup here. I just, yeah, I just want to see good football. Yeah. Um, I, I just go. I'm going against the Patriots because I just don't need to know, learn more about Brady. I don't need to yeah. know anything more. I, the only reason I would pull for the Patriots is because I picked them at the beginning of the season to win the Super Bowl on this podcast. So you did, you did. Why not? Yeah. Why not root for them? My, my pick, the Vikings, did not did not get. Into the playoffs, it, so. it looked better don't, at the beginning. Don't of the believe season. my picks anymore. Well, and usually don't believe mine either. We saw what I did during the football season. That's true. That's true. All right, we're gonna go to some NBA. Pascal Siakam is trending on Twitter right now. I bet he would be. I, I, I haven't checked. Be. I just made that up, but I'm sure he is. I'm sure he is. Uh, but we're not going to really... We did our kind of our Raptors love at the beginning. We're yeah. going to talk about uh, the Mavericks rookie, uh, Luka Doncic, <laughs> who's having a amazing rookie season. Yeah, this guy... I want to say a little under the radar. But everyone knew he was a good player, but he came from Slovenia. Yeah, he came from Europe, yeah. and you just never know. Yeah, and he played professionally over there last year. And so they still weren't sure, even though he he was a young player, they weren't, they weren't sure if he could play in the NBA. So there was a lot of doubters. They they traded uh, the Mavericks traded for him. They traded Trey Young, like the the pick that would have got Trey Young to get Luca. Right. Um, and it's I think it's worked out for both teams. Obviously, Atlanta doesn't have the pieces that the Mavericks have, so they they're just lottery bound. Yeah. Um, Luca has two point two million votes in the All Star. 
voting, which the way it breaks down is... 50, so he's third, right? He's third, third out of fourth, everybody. Fourth. Oh, okay. He's trailing only LeBron James, Giannis, and uh, Kyrie. Oh, okay. I didn't know Kyrie. I thought he passed Kyrie. He might have just yeah, passed him. Yeah. I did write this on Tuesday. Yeah, I think he might so have just he, passed him. He might have just passed After Kyrie just blasted his team, that's probably what it was. <laughs> Shit. Yeah. By the Kyrie way, hit the winning shot. Some of his teammates didn't come to congratulate him either. Like, smart, and I think someone else didn't come to congratulate him. I think one him. of the funniest things about that is, is Kyrie didn't like LeBron the way LeBron was. That's why he wanted out of town. And now that Kyrie's got to be a leader, a report came out that uh, he called LeBron to apologize for being such a bitch. Yeah, exactly, because yeah, he's had not, to deal with everybody. Yeah, and not understanding what leadership is, and now he understands where LeBron was coming from. Right, yeah. Like that, that's just wow, hilarious. that's an interesting yeah. little uh, tidbit there. Yeah. So, uh, the fan, so the way the All-Star works is 50% fan vote, uh, and this is how they weighed it. 50% is on fan votes, right. 25% on media, and 25% on coaches. Yeah. Now, generally, rookies don't get to go to the All-Star game. I think uh, Grant Hill... Uh, was the last rookie that got to go. Really? In 94, I, I didn't. So. I didn't realize it was that Type rare. Type that into Google. Rookies, NBA rookies in All-Star Game. Okay, We're going to Google search it. Uh, right, uh, as of Tuesday, Doncic has 20.2 points per game, 6.7 rebounds, 5.0 assists, and he's been like... Just amazing on the floor. His his player efficiency rate per one hundred possessions is insane. Um, he's the heir apparent to uh, to Dirk Disco Dirk. He is. I didn't realize he was a power forward because he doesn't exactly play like one. He's not an NBA. He's not a typical NBA power forward. No, right? no. Uh, he he's probably more of a small forward or he, even a he, shooting guard. I think he's a point forward. Right. Yeah. But the Mavericks would be the team to understand that because that's what Dirk Nowitzki was. He was a point forward. Yeah, that's true. Yeah. 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 Pull it up. Who are the rookies? Oh, they're not telling us. No. I heard it on a podcast earlier in the week. But like, but they're right. talking about Luka Doncic and possibly DeAndre Ayton. I don't know. Oh, if he, w- he won't get there. No, DeAndre he wouldn't Ayton? get there. No yeah, way. No, no. Um, LeBron James didn't even make the all-star team as a rookie. That's really strange. Yeah. 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 Well, so that that tells you. And it's not like LeBron had a shit rookie year. He had a good rookie year. So I really hope Doncic gets in because the whole point of an all-star game is to show the best the game has to offer and the most entertaining. And people love Doncic. They love him. Well... The the most impressive thing about him is not it's it's not his physical prowess, right? It's not like he's not a he's not a LeBron James figure. He's not yeah. he's, he's he's not that type of person. But something that is amazing about him is his efficiency in clutch situations this year. Have you seen this? Like this guy is just walking around with a set of balls on him. That <laughs> I can't even I can't even imagine. Uh, he's got so he's got the highest clutch. So here's a list of the highest clutch shooting since nine since 1996 97. These are the top clutch shooters. So what this means is that in the last five minutes of a game, when the game was it is within five, yeah, you're making shots, and it, they give you a basically a field goal percentage during that time. Um, so okay. Since 1996-97, here are the highest ever if this, at the end of the season. Uh, 66.7. That's Kevin Durant in 2017 and 2018. So that was last season. That was last season, yeah. 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 And so there's a few numbers here. I don't want to get bogged down in these and your eyes go all crazy. 
If my eyes start glazing over, just push me. Yeah, but just listen to the names that I'm talking about here. In in 2016-17, 64.4, LeBron James. Uh, in 08-09, Carmelo Anthony, 64.1. After that, it's Nash at 61. LeBron James at 61. LeBron James at 61. And then Luka Doncic at 60.9. Wow. As far as hitting, that means you're making baskets when your team is either trailing or tied. That's insane. All the time. To be to be in that class already, like for a single season, that's insane. Yeah. So he and he all he leads all NBA players this year with 16 shots made to take uh, the lead in the last five minutes of the game to tie or take the lead in the last five minutes of the game. Overall, in those clutch situations that I was talking about in the last five minutes, he's 24 for 46. So and then they, and and so the way they rate this is on. Um, Effective field goal percentage. So it's not just field goal percentage. It's effective field goal percentage, meaning they do a, a formula that say they take a two-point field goal made, and then they say plus 1.5 times the three-point field goals made divided by field goal attempts total. So they're weighting three-point field goals higher than, as, than two. As they should be. As they should. So it, it kind of creates a me- metric to create an effic- uh, efficiency metric. Yeah. And... It's kind of interesting when you talk about those guys, you know, Durant, LeBron, Melo, Steve Nash, LeBron James, LeBron, and then Luka. That's that's an amazing list to be on. That's also telling me that LeBron's okay. LeBron's pretty good, too. He's kind of leading the way. Yeah, he's pretty, he's pretty okay. And everyone knocks his shooting, but he hits shots at the end of the game yep. to win games. Yep. He's, he's done it to the Raptors a million times. I've watched him. Yep. All right. So, going back to rookies that to make an all-star team... Uh, Blake Griffin in 2011, but I don't think he counts because he's like, I think he was a rookie, but I don't think they counted as a rookie making the All Star team because he sat out his rookie year because of injury. Okay, so, so I that, think there, there's an yeah, asterisk. I, I get Griffin. that. Yeah, Yao Ming. Yao Ming because China votes exactly. Tim Duncan in '98. Okay, that makes sense. Makes sense. Yeah. And then Grant Hill '95, Shaq in '93. Yeah, I get all that. Dikembe. Uh, Dikembe in '92. David Robinson. The, Admiral, then Ewing. They're all Hall. Of uh, they're all Jordan. Hall of Famers, yeah, by the yeah. way. So, but Hakeem Olajuwon. Yeah, who, these guys are all Hall of Famers. LeBron's not on that list. That's amazing. You know, so that's that. There should be an asterisk by that. Yeah. So it's just it's interesting, but generally the media and coaches do not vote for these guys. So he could he could maybe not make it. So interesting. Yeah. Yeah. But, but he's having a hell of a year. Uh, and I think he went to the perfect team. The Mavericks understand how to develop European players. They did it with Dirk Nowitzki. Yeah. And uh, he went to the perfect perfect situation for him to develop his game. And he's only going to get better. I, I, They're very happy they got him, that's for sure. They, yes. And now they're talking about trading Dennis Smith Jr., who they just drafted last year with ninth overall pick. Yep. But they basically both need the ball. And yeah. Luka is a lot better than him. They, so now they're talking about trading him. Yeah. You know, who knows? Yeah, there was a very strong or a very accurate rumor, according to a lot of sources, that they were trying to trade him this week, or they were at least talking to other teams about him. Yeah. All right, so now we're going to the second second segment of of the year of the Donkey of the Week. Uh, this pains me. Who do you got? I haven't heard. You haven't told me this. I know. I wanted. I wanted you to be surprised. Okay. Uh, Brett Favre is the donkey of the week. Oh, interesting. Yes, yes. The guy that. The guy that you love, your childhood idol. My that, childhood idol. The 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 
the, the dick, gunslinger, the, the the gunslinger, the dick pic taken, the Levi's man, old son of a gun. I'm gonna go play football in a field behind a pickup truck, and I do it every right. day, every single day, and unless he gets on a radio show. What did he do? And now? then he says, Nick Foles to me, and, and this is this is I quote from Brett Favre. So Nick Foles to yeah. me is more of a Brady esque type QB. Very limited in what he can do, but very good in what he does. I don't want to come across as knocking Carson Wentz at all, because I'm not. But I would go with Nick Foles. I really would. What the fuck? (laughs) Go back to the woods. Go back to hunting. Put on your Levi's. Don't take... What kind of fucking take is this? Foles is Brady-esque? What? Because why? That was interesting. He said because he's not good at everything, but he's really good at the things he does. So I think Brady's good at a lot of things. He must be talking about physical gifts. Okay, and yeah. That, that, okay. that I can agree with. So the mental but aspect again. But in no again. fucking world is Nick Foles going to be the, the Eagles starting quarterback going forward. And you would never choose Foles over Wentz. That's insane. Well, Because you know why? Foles has gotten the starting gig before. He has failed at it. Yeah. And, and, Twice. Well, and there, for the Eagles, it's not even a question of that. It's a question of not only would we not take Foles over Wentz, we're also paying Wentz less. So it's absolutely not a question for us. Yes. So I don't know. It sounds like Brett Favre was trying to get Nick Foles paid by them, but it doesn't matter. Nick Foles is going to get paid by I somebody. I think Brett Favre's just trying to stay in the news. <laughs> I don't know. It's just like, dude, shut up. Yeah, he's just not, shut up. And That's he's, awful. He's not even on painkillers and alcohol no, anymore. No, so he's, you know, he's clear thinking with exactly, that. Exactly, and he's saying dumb shit. <laughs> Go back to sending dick pics to chicks. Like, <laughs> dick don't, pics to chicks. Jesus. All right, we're going to end it off with some NHL. Hey, I don't want to uh, take it back to. I want to take it back to football for one quick second. Since yeah. you said dick pic, it, remind, <laughs> it, it, remi- it reminded me of yeah. one I sent the other yeah, day. It reminded me of Fletcher Cox <laughs> because, well, his name is Cox, and he's also sent dick pics to chicks before, and it got her marriage ruined. But that's not the, what I want to talk about. <laughs> but anyway, did you see the play? <laughs> did you see the play where um, the Saints faked the punt against them? Yeah, and they were playing their base defense, even though the Saints were lining up for a punt because they expected it could be a fake punt. Yeah, and that's what the Saints wanted because they had seen on film that when when they do their base defense against a punt, Fletcher Cox takes the play off because most of the time the teams punt. Yeah, and he stands right up and he just takes the play off. And so they said if they play the base defense against our punt. Uh, they're going to take, oh, geez, what's the quarterback's name? Taysom, Taysom Hill. Taysom Hill, yeah. yeah. We're, Taysom Hill is going to grab it and run right to Fletcher Cox. And they did that and just, they got it. It was, <laughs> it was amazing. That's yeah. hilarious. Yeah. All right. I love so, football. <laughs> I love the mind games that these coaches do that they pick up on little shit like that. That's crazy. That's amazing. Uh, any any edge you can get, man. And any Fletcher edge. Cox feels like shit now that that's out there. He does. But he'll send a dick pic. He'll be fine. Yeah, he'll be good. Um... So getting away from dick pics, uh, for the big news, uh, I think this is NHL-wide, but especially in Calgary, the Calgary Flames have announced they're going to be retiring Jerome McGinley's sweater, uh, the number 12. Yes, yes. On we don't have an applause, but that's a good one. And on Saturday, March 2nd, uh, in a game against the Wild. I think this is the first time people are going to want to go to a game against the Wild. <laughs> That's why they did it against the yeah, Wild. Yeah, yeah. They saw that ticket sales yeah. weren't great for it. They're that, like, how do, we, how oh, do we drive it up? I just realized that. Oh, that makes, that's a good idea. 
What I love is that they're actually retiring his uniform and they're not doing that stupid Forever of Flame shit. You know what? So is that done? Have they said? That Forever of Flame thing was a Brian Burke thing. Was it really? Well, I feel him like and, he, him and Ken King, but oh, I think he I feel like that's more Ken King. Brian Burke is too smart no, for that he, type he of thing. He went out on the radio and said, like, we Did don't he? want to be retiring numbers, blah, 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 because, you know, it's hard to determine who's worth it. Oh. I'm, I'm hearing this, and I'm like, you've oh. got to be kidding me. Brian Brian Burke could debate me on anything, but I'll debate him on that right now. Listen, I know, I know, like with the Canadians, it's getting a little bit ridiculous. But you know what? Since ninety, like I think the last number they retired would have been Patrick Waugh. I'm assuming they've retired Patrick Waugh. So who? I'm not, okay, I'm, so but like from like they're retiring numbers of guys that were. It's not like the Flames are like, oh shit, we had uh, we had um, who was like decent for a time. Um, Valerie Burry was good for two seasons. We didn't go and retire number eight because of it. Like, teams don't retire numbers just because. Like, yeah. it, you have to earn the fucking retirement. Yep. In my opinion, Al McInnes and Joe Newendike do deserve to have the 25 and number two retired. Absolutely. By the way, nobody's wearing those fucking numbers. They're not wearing them out of respect to those players. That's how you know. The process almost dictates itself. So, so for the Flames... Yeah. Although, although, although players did wear number two after Al McInnes, but it did they don't they weren't like yeah because he was traded like like a guy like Brad Waranka yeah. wore number two for the Flames during the Young Guns days yeah it it wasn't like an insult to Al it was just like I'm just getting a number man I'm here for a stay it's, it's like Newendike put up like put up crazy points with the Flames McInnes. Was the Conn Smythe winner for the Cup run? He's one of the he best was, defensemen of all time. Yeah, he's a stalwart. Like these aren't like they're amazing players. Yeah, so I don't understand. And so even if you retire, because right now the the numbers retired are Lanny McDonald's number nine and Mike Vernon. Mike Vernon's number thirty and the number ninety nine, but that's retired league wide. Right. By the way, Lemieux's number should be retired league wide too. Sixty six. Just saying. Um, that would be the only other one I would agree with yes. you on that. Um, it, the only other one, maybe number nine, because of Gordy Hell, but the problem is there's been so many other players that have been great that have worn that number. So you made people love like, nine, like Richard. Yeah, uh, you had uh, Mike Madano. Mike Madano, like, yeah. Of. But still, even if you retired twenty five or two, that's only four numbers out of out of ninety nine, or I guess five if you include ninety nine. So that means they have ninety four other numbers to choose from. We're not at a like. Like at a critical mass point where oh shit we can't retire numbers now. Uh, our the, our franchise has not been that good. Yeah, just I, I'm tired of the goddamn numbers. And, and I'm, I'm so I'm, glad that they're doing it for Iggy because I would have been pissed if they did the Forever Flame to him. Like I would have been pissed. He was the goddamn face of the franchise. He should have won a heart trophy that year that Theodore won it. Theodore, which was, which was fucking. He was retarded. all jacked up on Propecia. Jesus Christ, <laughs> you know. Uh, and I think that year he scored 52 goals and the next closest was 41. Like, think about that. He That's... was scoring goals in an era. He was scoring 50 goals in an era where guys were not scoring 50 goals. Exactly. That was the clutching exactly. and grabbing era. So I, And I'm glad they're doing it fast, too. He just retired this past summer. Done. Get it done. It's um, as easy as it gets. It's as easy as Lanny McDonald. Yes, yes. It, it's uh, that simple. By the way, the two that should be following him is Mika Kiprasov. And Theo Fleury. Theo Fleury. It's a fucking shame that yeah. his number is retired. Yeah. I don't care that he was hopped up on drugs. It's even more impressive with the, the shit he did when he was hopped up on stuff. And, and and don't give me and don't give me anything about that because he's totally turned his life around. Exactly. He's doing the complete opposite of that. And you know what? He was fucking abused he was by a, a position by by a 
person in a position of power, that would fuck up anybody in this world. They need to retire his number. Nobody's wearing it. Nobody's Tra- wearing traumatic it. events in your childhood cause a drug and alcohol abuse more than any other thing in the world. Exactly. He is he is one of many where that's happened to. So they need the fact that he's turned it around is amazing. They need to retire those now. Like like Gary Roberts number ten, I wouldn't retire that. That's debatable. I wouldn't I, do it either. I wouldn't, I wouldn't do, do it either. That's that's I wouldn't do that. One. What about Gilmore? Gilmore, no, no, because he's only there for like exactly, half a year. Yeah. Like or not a, not a half a year, but he's he wasn't there for long. No, well, Plus, uh, McInnes was basically half his career in Calgary and then half his career at St. Louis, but it was long enough in both that it was warranted. And I'm pretty sure his number is retired in St. Louis. It is as well. Yeah. It's both. So how can like the back half of his career be good and like here we're like, no, you're just forever flame. You know, like just All they have to do they don't have to redo just, don't redo the ceremony. No. Just switch those banners to retired jersey banners the same way the Vernon is and the same way that Lanny is and the same way that Jerome will be. Yep. I don't know what Jerome's gonna look like because uh, Lanny and Vernon are the old school flames. Well, colors. I would assume it's gonna be the uh the, the the, the red and the red and the black sea of, one, the sea of red, the sea of red jersey. Yeah, yeah, yeah. and, Ooh, and I think it'll be good. from like the old four run, yeah. like that jersey. But you know what I don't like about the McKinnis and New and Dyke? They have graphics on those banners that are from like 1998. It didn't make. They have like Young Guns graphics on those banners. Yeah, and those guys are not from that era. I don't understand it. Yeah, it's it's weird. I, it's I, weird. I the whole thing is weird to me. Yeah, but I am glad. We are both glad that Iggy is getting his number retired. <clears throat> that that guy fucking deserves it. He was a beast. His, um, he was just—he was a beast. His, he, well, he his all-around leader too. His all-around game was amazing, and his his leadership came from how competitive he was. Because he was not going to let teammates get bullied. He was not going to get bullied himself. He was a rookie. Um, really famous brawl between the Ducks and the Flames. He's a rookie, and he's fighting Denny Lambert. Denny Lambert was a very tough guy in that time for the Ducks, and he's just kind of. It's a good fight. No one's really got the upper hand, but Jerome McGinley's in there, and he's loving it. The thing is that he's he's enjoying these altercations. Yeah, exactly. And then, to, just to take that full circle, in one of his last season with the Kings, he's playing Calgary, and he's fighting Derek England in yep. Calgary. Yeah. Well, that was the Drew Doughty game. That right. was the return game after Kachuk had uh, yep. Yep. gotten the elbow up on him. Yeah. Um, also, the reason to retire Newendike's number is that we're retiring the guy we traded for Jerome Ginla. Like, yeah, we oh, yeah. Day for Jerome. So, like, there, there's some kind of karmic circle that needs to be completed with well, that. Oh, and that's, I mean, that's perfect. You trade a guy like Neuendijk and you get a Ginla? That, Hello. That is about as good of a trade as, like, that was as good of a trade superstar for both. Superstar for superstar. Well, and not at the time, but, no. like, for both teams, though, yeah. it worked for both. Because the Stars got their third-line center that could win face-offs, and he, like, was one of the key members of that cup-winning team. Oh, yeah. And he also won a cup in New Jersey later. Um, and then we got Jerome, who was the face of the franchise for fucking 15 years after. Like, just one of those trades where it worked for both sides. Yeah. And people forget how good Newendike was. Like, even in Toronto and, like, things like, right? Yeah. Like, just, it, like, snapping goals off the wrister. It was amazing. And he played for forever. Didn't yeah. He played for close to 20 seasons. Yeah. He played for, for forever. But you retire Newendikes, retire McKinnis, get on Kipper. Get on, like, Flurry. I still don't understand why the fuck they haven't done that. I, I just, it, it bothers me greatly. Yeah. It bothers me greatly. Yeah. All right. I think that's it for tonight. Good. Uh, we'll see you in a couple weeks. We'll have some more more stuff that will come down the pipe. I'm sure the Jays will trade another old guy. Kevin Pilar is probably gone. Who knows? <laughs> Who knows? 
<laughs> Get him out of town. Get him out of town. He's making too much money. Who's going to play for this team next year? <laughs> Keep your phone on, buddy. All right. I'll call you. All right. <laughs> Have a good night, everybody. I'll have to find my glove. <laughs>